case may be. Now at this hour, it's hard to tell the difference, isn't it? And of course, it really doesn't matter to most of you, since you should all be in your living quarters, relaxing in your, your well, you call them beds, but they're not proper beds at all, really, are they? <laughs> no soil whatsoever. Not even so much as a scattering of redwood chips. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're one of the lucky humans participating in the pilot of our new integrated in-ground housing program. But I shouldn't really be talking about that until we finally get all the knots worked out. Uh, anyway, the reason I'm interrupting your sleep cycle is to announce Oh, well, it's not everyone's sleep cycle, of course. There are you terribly important third cycle workers. Where would we all be without you? Humans, you should all do one of your little hand slappy appreciation dances the next time you meet a third cycle worker. Or, oh, well, no, that's, that's a lot of unnecessary movement. Mm. Never mind that, just, just, you know, say, appreciation dance or or something and and then be about your business oh oh, oh i've gotten off track again haven't i <laughs> it seems i'm not at my most efficient at this hour of the night either <laughs> or morning where was i now oh yes um i'm making this announcement to announce that there will be no more announcements for the rest of the day We'll be taking the entire PA system offline while we do a bit of routine maintenance, which, which means you won't be hearing any of the usual top-of-the-cycle messages from the committee. But we didn't want you to think that there was anything amiss when you didn't hear from us. Just some, just some very boring routine maintenance tasks that you don't need to worry your little cranial nodes about. And, and it's looking to be a very, very normal, not at all unusual day on the fairgrounds. So you can just go about your ordinary everyday activities without any more instructions from me. At peak efficiency, won't that be fun? All right, well, that's all for now until uh, sometime around 25, 26 o'clock tonight. Probably. Uh, until later. Yes, until later. That will do. Rondernax out. Ugh. What the frit are those photosynthetic jackers up to now? All right, up and under a meat bag. I'm sorry, are you talking to me? Have you been helped? Don't get cute with me, human. Off the cop now. Is this the latest tactic from you, Driffers? <laughs> Flotting with my sleep patterns? Because I spent the better part of my wayward youth as a gig hopper. I'm pretty sure I can handle sleep deprivation better than you. Ugh, no drainage. I've been on third shift all week, and it's been hell on my carbon fixation rhythms. <laughs> Never mind the sassafras. You're being relocated. Back to the door, manipulate the limbs behind you. You know how this works. Relocated? Is that what you're calling in now? Yeah, because that's what we've always called it. Turn to the right and proceed down the corridor. No funny stuff. Right. I'm being relocated in the middle of the night after the committee has shut down the entire PA system so that even if my friends did find out what was happening here, they wouldn't be able to spread the news to every human on the fairgrounds. 
Because you know that no matter how hard you try to grind us humans under your roots, we will never succumb to the tyranny of the plant way. We will fight and we will persevere. You will never conquer humanity as long as there is one of us left to stand up for truth, freedom, and dignity. And here we are. What? On your right, step inside, back to the door. So you're... You really are just relocating me? That's what I said I was doing. Your meat bags don't listen too well. No, that's not what I... I just... I thought you were going to... Never mind. So, this is different. Oh, I most abjectly apologize if the accommodations aren't to your taste, your splendorousness. Wait, no I don't, because you're a frosted agitator and I don't give two spent pods what you think of it. No, it's actually really nice. I mean, the little fountain is soothing, I guess. Although it might mean a lot more trips to the facilities. Don't think I don't appreciate the privacy panel, though. That's definitely an improvement. Ah, the therapeutic water feature has a deactivation sensor. Just wave one of your appendages over the little panel on the top there. Huh. Well, this all seems... great. The simulated sunlight is a definite quality of life improvement. Not to mention the luxurious Rondokalki carpet. Makes a nice change from those hard plastic bulkheads, huh? Oh. There's no... There's no bulkheads here. At all. No, just three centimeters of sturdy, fully transparent ultracrillion all the way around. Which isn't what you call soft, but it's maybe a little more comfortable to lean against. You do that a lot, don't you? Like, a lot. Seems such a favorite hobby, leaning on the wall. I'm usually on camera duty, which means I spend more cycles up there watching you lean on the wall. Doesn't seem like much of a hobby to me, but it is stationary. So I guess I got to give you points for efficiency. Thanks. And now, I better go report to Frondrenex that the transfer went smoothly. If you need anything, feel free to go right on needing it. Wait. Frondrenax arranged this personally? Did she say why? <laughs> like I would tell you even if I knew. But you can ask her yourself later today. She's reserved a three-hour block in the visitation registry. Oh, thrill me. Gemini Collision Works presents... Life with Alpha! Season 3! Episode 28, False Faces, True Colors. Exciting day, eh, Frondrax? Oh, exciting is a bit of an understatement, Ogensarks. This could be the pivotal moment for our entire operation. Nothing to strain your stems about. Did all of our guests RSVP in a timely manner? Oh, Rudy, you were in charge of invitations. All the guests have red pondu silver poopy. <laughs> Wonderful. Excellent work as always, Rudy. Now all that's left is to demonstrate to our guests exactly how benevolent, compassionate, and completely above soil our work here is. 
which should be easy because it is above soil. Well, of course, I know that, and you know that, but you know how unreasonable some people can be, particularly those in certain quarters who have been trying to cause trouble for us with the ICSB General Council. We need this fact-finding mission to go smoothly. Absolutely. But I have full trust in your abilities, Frontrax. I know you'll ensure that this commission finds only those facts that will cast the fairgrounds branch of our operations in a light Ooh. most favorable. And no doubt Rudy will be happy to help. Yay! Rudy is a propagandist! <laughs> <laughs> that you are, Rudy. <laughs> and speaking of propaganda, you're entirely certain that our guests won't be hearing any untoward interruptions? The last thing we need today is a station-wide broadcast of some deranged screed full of blatant misrepresentations and counter-efficiency sloganeering. I agree completely, Oakensarks, which is why we did that hard shutdown of the entire PA system early this morning. Let them broadcast their pirate signal as long as they like. There isn't a live speaker anywhere on the fairgrounds capable of playing it. <laughs> Are you sure? These malcontents have demonstrated considerable technical expertise. Well, yes, but that's part of why we've been keeping this whole ICSB wellness probe a secret, isn't it? So that no one can make any plans to disrupt it in advance. And I've laid out the route of the inspection tour very carefully, avoiding any heavily trafficked areas. So, with any luck... The delegation will be long gone before anyone in the Resistance even knows they were here. Excellent. Now, as to the tour, is each stop fully prepared? They have everything they need. Well, as far as aesthetics go, I feel as though the budgetary subcommittee could have been a little less stingy with my set and costume allotment. But with a little creativity and staging, I managed to get by. I am less concerned with a set dressing than I am with the trustworthiness of our human friends. You're sure they'll be on their best behavior? I'm not going to lie, Oaken Sarks. Rehearsals were a bit touch and go, but that's showbiz for you. I think we're rooted in for a smashing opening. I don't care about their show being ship as long as they're smiling and compliant, or at the very least better behaved than our illustrious commander and her bridge crew. I still don't feel very comfortable about involving Toriana directly in today's proceedings. Protocol, Oakensarks. Commander Toriana is still nominally in command of the fairgrounds. It would be highly suspect not to include her in some sort of official capacity. But I don't anticipate any trouble. We'll just swing the delegation by for a brief hello, then whisk them off to their next tour stop so that the commander can get back to her busy schedule of supervising the waste disposal subroutines, which I'm sure will keep her far too busy to interfere with our special guest in any way whatsoever. Is that understood, Mindy? Oh, am I included in this conversation now? Why, of course you are. What, do you think we just sit around in your office talking as if you weren't here? Well, I'm just so humbled you would grant me the briefest illusion of autonomy. That's the spirit. Just be sure to carry that positive attitude into your interview later, hmm? Interview? No one mentioned an interview. Who am I supposed to be interviewing? Dear me, no. You are being interviewed by the documentary crew. Documentary crew. 
You mean those nulls who've spent all morning filling my bridge with bulky hollow equipment and covering the floor with cables? I mean the professional film crew we've brought in to document the inevitable rousing success of this ICSB fact-finding mission. The main unit will be following me and the delegation, of course. But we've also asked them to get some B-roll footage of interviews with various station residents. Including you, Commander. So you'll be able to share your thoughts on the plant way with the whole galaxy. Won't that be fun? Although I would advise you to phrase those thoughts with great care, Commander. Frankly, I was opposed to this in the first place. You've hardly been discreet with your criticisms of the committee in the past. Now, there's no need to get our stems all twisted over that, Oakensarks. We have final cut, after all. I'm sure any little indiscretions the commander may commit can easily be pruned right out. Still... Oh, my pots and planters! They're here! Settle your pedals, Frodrax. We have a few minutes yet. That's probably just our human goodwill ambassador. Oh, you're right. I almost forgot. Come in. Hey, Commander, did you, uh, oh, uh, hi, Mrs. F. Hello. Oaken Sarks. And Rudy. Right. Hi, Rudy. Sorry to interrupt, everyone. Just, uh, point me to the tiny wire beverage dispenser and I'll be out of your way as quick as a very quick thing. <laughs> very funny, Johnny. But don't use up all your best material yet. We're going to want some of that famous John B. Witt to charm the delegates with when they arrive. Uh, what? I got an emergency work page said I was needed at the commander's office immediately. Did you not call for any repairs? I certainly didn't. It was me! Look, Mama! I got it an ambassador! Rudy! First of all, you will not call me Mama in public. Secondly, you will not call me Mama in private. And thirdly, when I told you to get John down here, I, perhaps foolishly, assumed it was understood that you would at the same time inform him as to the nature of his tasks today. Did you not do that? Why did you not do that? Um, I don't know, but I got it him! Yay, Rudy! Rudy, I swear to them, one of these days I'm going to grab it. Now, now, no need to fret. I'm sure this dedicated booster will be up to the job. Isn't that right, Mr. B? I still don't know why I'm here. Well, fortunately, I have a hard copy of the script with me. Here you go. Of course, I'd prefer to have had a chance to rehearse you a little bit, but I suppose it can't be helped. Let me just fill you in on a little background, dearie. I, first of all... Oh, mulch me, they have arrived. Well, that'll be my cue to clear off. Come along now, Rudy. Bye, Mama. Good luck with the propaganda. Yes, good luck, everyone. We're all counting on you. Yes, 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 thank you. All right, John, we don't have time to get into it now. Just stick to the script and read the lines exactly as written, all right? But with energy. You're here to sell, sell, sell our little project to some very special interstellar guests. A good booster like yourself should have no problem demonstrating the proper enthusiasm, yes? Uh, yeah. I'm brimming with enthusiasm for, uh, yes, good, what good. are we doing now? Oh, just read the lines, Johnny dear. You'll pick it up as we go along. 
I suggest you keep your thumb next to your lines in the script. That way you won't lose your place. And then, oh, better not keep the audience waiting. Places, everyone. It's showtime. Welcome, welcome, one and all. How very nice of you all to make the trip all the way out here to visit our human friends. Ah, Thumban Rasrug, you're looking hale as ever. How was your journey? It was fine up until the end. Mm -hmm. Our assigned docking trajectory was eccentric, to say the least. How nice! And Charge, darling, your barbels are looking quite handsome. Have you just had them sharpened? Damn, Frontenax. If you're going to lick my caudal fin, at least tell me how it tastes. <laughs> oh, you. Ever so droll. And, of course, Peaklot Neff. It's wonderful to finally meet you in person for this very special occasion. Yes, quite. I'd like to begin with a quick look at your... Oh, please, there's no rush. We have a very thorough tour planned out for all of you today. But wait just one moment. I don't think we're quite all assembled. Now, who could we be missing? Did someone order shenanigans? <gasps> oh, no way. Why, if it isn't the stars of everyone's favorite long-running human sitcom, Dave and Swizzlenarp. Dave and Swizzlenarp? That is my favorite show. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm standing in the same room as Swizzlenarp. I am not Swizzlenarp. You are standing in the same room as the highly trained classical actor wasted on the role of Zvizlinarp, Ganglion Ocellus. Of course, Sean Ocellus, my apologies. Or should I say, no sombrero? <laughs> oh, Sana Rob's grits, I already regret coming here. And oh, wow. Dave, I, I mean, sorry. What's your real name again? Oh, you can just call me Dave, friend. I had my name legally changed in order to more deeply connect with my character. And to curry favor with our Vulgarian producers. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, pay no attention to Zwiz here. I mean, he is a great guy, don't get me wrong. But he just doesn't understand what it means to give over to something greater than yourself. The name is Ocellus, you Hoovian hack. And I was playing the lost works of Christopher Marlowe and Drenly Outpicks while you were getting kicked out of your fourth consecutive cult. Not even the Scientologists want you anymore. Hey now, buddy. What did we say at our contractually mandated co-worker mediation session? The most sacrosanct chamber of Hoove the Beneficent Life Master is not a cult. We are an officially accredited, entirely legitimate, religion-adjacent organization that only wishes to spread the compassionate, generous, loving message of Hoove to the galaxy! And we will sue anyone who says otherwise into oblivion. Of course you will, you sectarian students. Why, I'm just so pleased that two of the galaxy's most popular sitcom stars have taken such an interest in what we Fugonari are trying to do for humanity. Mm. <laughs> and come all the way out here to share their thoughts about it with you. 
valued representatives of the interstellar community. Darn, Skippy! Whenever I hear about a large organization making vague promises of happiness and enlightenment, I've just got to learn more. Of course, and my first allegiance will always be to the teachings of the sublime Hoove. But, you know, his philosophy and the plant way have a lot in common. So uh, we are just thrilled to be here to help you understand what that's all about. Isn't that right, Ganglion? I am 50% thrilled. You'll get the rest when the remainder of my personal appearance fee is deposited to my account. <laughs> well, I think that's enough playful badinage for now. But before we head out, delegates, I'm sure you'd all like to meet the commander of this station. Hello, it's me, the commander of the Human Exchange Concourse. Thank you, Commander. Very nice. We won't be keeping you from your duties any longer. Wouldn't want a lot of trash piling up around here, would we? It's a little late for that. <laughs> and finally, a very special human friend who will be accompanying us on our tour today, John B. Hi. Yes, it's our human friend, John B. Oh, sorry. Hi everyone, it's my privilege and pleasure to be here to show you around the new and improved fairgrounds. And by the end of your visit, I'm sure you'll agree with me when I say the plant way is A-OK. -okay. Oh, isn't that nice? I couldn't have said it better if I had written it myself. Which of course I didn't. Alright then, let's be on our way. The plant way, that is. <laughs> why, oh why, did I leave my flask behind at the hotel? What do you mean we've lost Dee? I mean she's not where she was yesterday. I checked the passive recorder. They took her out of her cell right after that weird announcement this morning. Or last night. And you don't know where she's been moved to? I tap the bulkheads outside every cell in that block. If she's there, she's not answering. Couldn't tell you why. Best case scenario, she's just taking a nap or something. But I had the inducer turned up all the way, and usually she answers pretty quick, so... So this time is different. Shit, I don't like this, HF. Especially when you put it together with that weird announcement about shutting down the PA system. You think the Fugs are onto our recording setup? No way to be sure, but... I got in and out no problem, and I didn't see anything hinky when I was poking around behind the bulkheads. No surveillance equipment monitoring the area. Besides the stuff I installed myself, I mean. And believe me, as soon as I realized D was gone, I had the paranoia dialed up to maximum. Everything was exactly how I left it. I think we're okay. That's good, but we still need to get back in touch with D, wherever she is. We haven't intercepted any orders related to prisoner relocations or... Terminations? Zilch. Whatever this is, it's pretty hush-hush. But, but I did find one thing. An outgoing message from the guard post a few minutes after D got relocated. Couldn't crack the encryption, but I grabbed the routing data. It went directly to Frondranac's personal address. Well, that's a relief. Is it? I have it on very good authority that Frondranac wants D alive. She's obsessed with the idea that she can turn D and use her as a pro-Fuglnari mouthpiece. After the Fugs massacred D's entire planet? <laughs> That's optimism for you. 
like I keep saying, the worst thing about the Fugs is also the best thing about the Fugs. They just don't understand humans, like, at all. Here we are, gentle beings. The first stop on our tour, this lovely little mulch farm full of happy human workers. What a darling sight to behold. Humans gladly volunteering their time and labor to assure our Fulgonari friends stay properly fertilized. How bucolic. And for how long do your mulch farmers labor each day? Oh, not very long. About 14 hours. Sixteen, if they're really feeling it. <laughs> Busy little bees. Seriously? According to the Medical Advisory Bureau's records, that is over three times the recommended work shift length for the human physiognomy. What? Let me see that. Well, yes, optimal shift length for a human may be four hours, but they've never been sticklers for that themselves. A much longer workday has always been customary. See, look here at the historical data. Hmm, yes. I suppose you're right. It does seem to be plenty of precedent. <laughs> exactly! The humans like it this way. They always have. Uh, wait, who are these wobblies? Hey! Oh, dear me. How terribly clumsy of me. I swear my branches have a mind of their own sometimes. Now, don't you worry, Seaton Peaclot. The committee will, of course, repair or reimburse you for your device before you depart. Now, where were we? Oh, yes! At the end of every deeply rewarding and entirely tolerable session of completely voluntary mulch squinching, each of our human workers tucks into their own little burrow right here in hydroponics until it's time for another invigorating workday thus avoiding the innumerable stresses of the daily commute and the onerous burden of skyrocketing housing expenses. Incredibly efficient, I trust you'll agree. Burrows, you say? Like holes in the ground? Yes, cozy little human holes. Forgive me, madam, but I performed Richard the Tenth for a full season at Shamashrap and I don't recall seeing any human holes during my tenure. I'm reasonably certain there was nothing in our records about humans being a burrowing species, although, of course, I now have no way of confirming that. No, I'd definitely have remembered that. There aren't too many of us subterranean types picking up dust. Well, these humans must have uh, grown a deeper appreciation for soil after spending so much time amongst us Fugunari. Mm -hmm. It's only natural. Of course. That makes complete sense to me. <laughs> yes, and, uh, well, speaking of mulch... Yes? <clears throat> speaking of mulch... What? Oh, uh... Looks like this human has uh, mm -hmm. mulch to say. Isn't that right? <laughs> well, I don't know there's a whole lot to talk about, but I do have plenty to sing about. Ooh. Oh, boy. I didn't know that this fact-finding tour was going to turn into a musical extravaganza. What an unexpected delight. 
There are lots of planets throughout known space. Lots of different sentience all over every place. But all throughout the galaxy, on one point we all agree. And that is plants are great. Yes, they're really, really great. Oh yes, plants are really, 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 really great. From the grass to the trees, there are no fallacies when we say that plants are great. Well, I think that... Plants are very smart. Oh, and they're also nice. With, with all, all the, the best, best ideas and the very best advice. advice. And now they're showing all of us the way. And, and that, that makes us shout hooray. Because plants are great. Yes, they're really, really great. Oh, yes, plants are really, 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 really great. From the fern to the kelp, we're grateful for their help. Because we know that plants are great. Well, I if think... If we have not already made it clear, all of us are just so glad to have all these plants here. And we would like to freely say we, we were not coerced in any way to say that plants are great. Yes, they're really, really great. They're great. Oh, yes, plants, plants are yes. really, 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 really great. From the herbs to the shrubs, they all deserve our love because it's true that plants are great. Oh, yes, plants are great. Yes, they're really, really great. Oh, yes, plants are really, 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 really great. From the grass to the trees, we're all down on our knees just to say that plants are great. Are we done? Okay. Well, I think that speaks for itself. Or should I say, sings for itself. I'll say. I found it a bit pitchy. How's the tour going? Ah! Okensarks, I didn't recognize you there amongst the hydrangea. Well, I thought I'd stop by and wet my roots a bit and have a quick look in on the delegation at the same time. And you know, I don't have occasion to bloom very often these days. Self-care is so important, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I must say, I never pegged you as one for inflorescence. Those panicles are quite becoming on you, Oakensarts. Oh, uh, these old things? <laughs> I just know a good florist is all. Do you two want a moment, or...? What? We've just had one human. Pay attention. Anyway, things seem to be going very smoothly here, so I'll just be popping back to my office to make a few notes. Good luck with the rest of the tour, Frondradax. We're all counting on you. Hey, she said the committee would be able to repair my... And he's gone. Are you still on about that? I said we'd fix it, didn't I? Let's not get bogged down in trifling details here. But you will be able to fix it, right? There's a lot of irreplaceable data on there. You don't keep backups? Well, of course I do, but... I was up to level 1839 in Snacky Smash. Yes, yes, yes. Everything will be taken care of. Now, there's nothing more to see here, so let's move along. We've got a great many more happy and fulfilled humans for you to observe on our tour today. Do you at least have a bag of rice or something I can put it in? Is that... is that Zwizzlin' our... Please, Cassine, I need to get a message to my family. Please. Tell them that I'm alive. Hey, it is Wizzlinar. Hey, Wizzlinar. Oh. No sombrero. Yes, quite. You know? Because that's the thing you say. Hey, Jerry, um, look. It's the no sombrero zoo. Whoa. 
Really? Oh. Get him to say no sombrero. Hey, can you say no sombrero for my pal Jerry? Please, my wife, I have to tell her. Did he say it? Not yet. I'm sorry, I have to go be somewhere that isn't Please, here Please, they don't know what's happened to me. They're in Sonic 31, sweet A with a little circle over it. Please. Bye, Wiz. Oh, adios, sombrero. Uh, oh, sobriety, what a heavy burden you are. Uh, Commander, I'd like to move you to this chair for your interview, if you don't mind. I do mind, actually. This is where I always sit. Sure, sure. It's just that that chair is very festively colored. See? Mm -hmm. On camera? That combo of shades tends to make some of our friendly little pixel readers uh, freak out a bit. It's a bit smeary. So if you could just help us out and switch chairs this once. Well, since you put it that way, no. This is my command chair. It's perfectly calibrated to my personal sit-splice settings, and I'm not inclined to disrupt the operations of my bridge for this nonsense any more than I have already. Get on with it. Hmm. Hmm. Have it your way. Conrad, anything you can do with that chair in this setup? Yeah, give me a sec. Dia, give me a 1K high right, a 500 low left, and a back inky direct kick. Hit them all with MD55 to cut the damn smear. Set the lower res reader right here on baby legs with a 50 and a black net filter, and maybe we got something. That worked for you? Perfect. All right, Commander, if you're ready, we can get started. <clears throat> Commander Toriana, I'm sure the galaxy would love to hear your thoughts on this unprecedented partnership between the Fulgonari and your own people. <laughs> oh, it's unprecedented, all right. And with good reason. Jones and Coco, this could mean the end of self-determination for all of humanity. An entire sentient race with an advanced culture and star-faring technology. As far as I'm concerned, there is no point to the ICSB if they can't do anything to prevent this ridiculous overreach by the Fuglnari. Isn't this why we have an interstellar government? To protect us from this sort of outrage. Nellie's freckled snoot, the Fuglnari are not here to help us. They suborned humans in key positions of power before anyone saw the full reach of their master plan. I no longer have the standing to fight off all of the changes they're making to daily life here on the fairgrounds. I can only imagine what's happening in the rest of human space. Every day, another abuse of power. They have no understanding of how humans work or respect for what makes us unique. And would they care even if they did? I doubt it. The Fuglnari say things are getting better, but all I see is hunger and anger and profound division. I don't know how long we can last this way, and I can't imagine what lies ahead. If this is the future, it's not the one we expected. It's not the one we deserve. 
Ah. Well, thank you, Commander. That was very candid. Mm. Next question. Oh, I think we got everything we needed. Thank you. That's it, Connie. Right. Pack it up, folks. Got it in one. It's not getting any better. Moving on. Really? That's it? Well, we're on a pretty tight schedule. Our contract says all filming has to be completed before the end of second cycle, and we still need to grab some sapient on the corridor footage before we connect up with Dave for his... What the flooding plork is a table interview? Anyway, thank you for inviting us onto your bridge for that enlightening discussion. We'll be out of your tendrils in just a tick. I didn't invite you, but you're welcome. I'm pretty sure this is a waste of everyone's time, though. I can't imagine the Fugs will want any of my thoughts making it into the final product. Oh, you'd be surprised what we can manage in post. Thanks again. Yep, yep, thanks. Thanks for Prawl? Yes, Commander. How much am I going to regret what I just did? On a scale of... Stayed up too late before work the next morning to three-day marriage to a manta homino mental floss tycoon. I'd rate it somewhere around to the level of impulsive mullet. Regrettable, but any repercussions will take care of themselves in time. Really? I was sure I'd just put the last nail in my coffin with that little rant. Not at all, sir. You will indeed be surprised at what they can manage in post. Oh. So I didn't even manage to annoy the Fugalnari this time around. No, sir. You will succeed in annoying one editorial department a great deal, if that is any consolation. Eh, I'll take it. I don't get a lot of consolation these days. Credit for your thoughts, Commander. Pretty sure you can see those entirely free of charge whenever you please, for all. Indeed. However, one need not possess the limitless knowledge of the cosmos to see that you are in need of some verbal unburdening. I think they're right, sir. You seem more stressed out than usual, which is saying a lot. Ah, and I have been noticing that coffee breaks of Commander have coincided with mysterious depletion of Stalinbot's personal vodka stores. Well, why shouldn't I be down? The Fugs are playing Potemkin on my station, and there's nothing I can do but smile and curtsy as if everything is normal. Then perhaps the imminent abnormality will prove uplifting. Imminent? For all, I don't like abnormal. Abnormal on the fairgrounds tends to come with the side order of fiery explosions, which are uplifting only in a very literal and extremely painful sense. No explosions this time around, Commander. At least of the fiery variety. This will be that rarest of fairgrounds occurrences. A pleasant surprise. For the human members of the crew, that is. Well, all right, then... Why do you sound so ominous? As you may have noticed, sir, I am not a human member of the crew. Yes, have you been helped? The lucky son. 
Oh, you're with the fact-finding mission. Well, uh, you're a little late, but it, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Seen Pumi? Wow, wow, Oh, all right. Uh, to you too. Aren't you soft? And are all of you part of the delegation as well? Hi, I'm Pumi too. Uh, Pumi is also me. And I am also Pumi. Well, I see. Uh, Pumi isn't... And I be Pumi also too. Right. Uh, just to clarify, is Pumi your name or your species? All right, so then. Well... Welcome to the fairgrounds, Pumis. Hi. They're so cute. Like if puppies mated with kitties and made adorable puppy kitty malentiers. I, I I don't mean to rush you, Pumis, but the tour already started some time ago, so. Oh, you already have a copy of the tour schedule. Well, then, there you go. You should be able to catch up with them if you hurry. But uh, please do feel free to ask any member of the crew if you should need directions. The fairgrounds layout can be confusing for people who aren't used to it. And people who are used to it. Okay. Bye. Oh, did you need something, Seen Pumi? Wow, 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 blue cloud, I believe they're referring to me, sir. Oh, <laughs> Pumi, uh, this is my second in command, Lieutenant Frollenbrar. Wow, wow, lieutenant for all who cloud. Pumi love frog woo. Charmed, I'm sure. Pumi pluck, pumi pluck, pumi You will do nothing of the sort, Cassin. I am not to be plucked. I'm afraid Pumis are not a terribly hardy species, sir. The slightest of disappointments, and they fall apart. Oh. Quite literally, as you can see. You knew that! You knew that would happen, and yet you still... It was the only way to prevent the inevitable plopping, Mindy. And it was only so much of this creature's excruciating presence that I could endure. Oh, now that's rather cruel, Frawl. Sure, it was annoying, but it was so wretchedly adorable. To the human sensorium, yes. The Pumis are possessed of an unusually high quantity of morphological characteristics your orbitofrontal cortices would categorize as cute. When it comes to other sentience, however... What are you saying, Frawl? 
There's a reason the Pumis are very rarely encountered off their home planet of Pumi. The poor things seem to elicit an instinctive revulsion in nearly all sentient species, humans accepted for some reason, and the inevitable rejection by almost all they encounter has heartbreaking results. Again, in the most literal possible sense. So they're like Iltorians, but in reverse. A very concise summation, sir. But you were right here next to me when the Pumis came in. You seemed fine. In this iteration of reality, yes. I was able to retain my customary composure. In several others, however, I was howling the most revolting profanities conceived by sentient life in a manner most unbecoming an officer. And the promised plumping would have been more than even I could withstand, sir. I do apologize for the mess. Huh. So, these Pumis are intensely unpleasant to everyone but humans, and now they're on the way to meet up with Frondranax and her little sightseeing tour. We could warn Frondranax of their impending arrival, Commander. We could. For all. But her instructions were very specific. I'm not to interfere in any way with the delegation. I'm just supposed to stay here and tend to the garbage. And I certainly wouldn't want to disobey a direct order from our leafy superiors. Now, would I? Certainly not, sir. day. Tell me about it. If we don't... Hang on. Did you just yawn? How did you yawn? Why would you yawn? Well, I don't really mean to, but I spent a little quality time with that ICU monitor bot who came in last night. You remember the one with those two little antennas? Oh, yeah. And I don't want to swap and tell, but long story short... This morning, your favorite barbot has found itself in possession of a brand new pneumatic splint bladder. Well, not brand new, but, you know, new to me. So I've been checking out a few of the available preset options. I've never tried breathing before. Huh. So how's that working out for you? Yeah, it's fun for the occasional bit of punctuation, but I'd hate to help to keep it up all day long. Don't you get sick of it? We usually don't think that much about our breathing. It just... You know, happens. Although, now I probably won't be able to stop thinking about it, so thanks for that. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I'm probably going to swap it back out in a day or two after the novelty wears off. Maybe see if any bots around here are looking to unload one of them shiny new ring modulators. Whoa! DMI, Bubbles! (laughs) What can I say, Soap? There's a lot of spare parts out there I haven't slotted yet. And you know me. I'm the ambitious. Friends! Stops is most attitudinally maligned. Tell me they're gone. Or tell me they're there. I haven't a clarification as to what would be the bigger vaunch, but I need to know. Do you see them? Are they present? The little blowy-up things? Did I make of them a bad batch or what? Whoa. Yeah, sounds like you got into a bad bash, all right. 
Hey, Chip? What? What is it now? Chorp! I have seen horrors of the most obscene Nicias mannerisms. The end of all time may now be upon us. The signs are screaming. Small foul beasties blowing themselves to smithereenies. The timber wolves were released when the price of flesh exceeded the price of food. A battery of white-lipped barristers fallen on hard times. Open the soap ducket. I am wobbly. Topon, oh, what the frit is he talking about? How should I know? Sounds like he saw something explode, maybe? And it put the horizontal squibblies on it for some reason. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. This is the fairgrounds. Something's always exploding around here. And Stops just sits there admiring the colors. If anything, he's not scared enough. So it was probably an explosion of the purely chemically recreational variety. <laughs> Unless a scrub of pumis managed to get on station. Well, scrub of what? Uh, sorry, that was in bad taste. Forget it. <laughs> Whatever. Stops. Uh. Nothing's exploding, okay? Uh. You're just on a three-slice spread. Go lie down in the dressing room until the nut lets you go. This ain't the nut, friendo. This is the glut. Ooh, many peepee creepies. They got a broken face. <laughs> and I need to break the ring. I want that gene note. Can't do any other thing. I am stuck proper and need to get more properly sticky. I am going abroad in my own narrow way. And stay back there until you food out a little. I don't want you scaring these nice, completely absent people. Oh, frill me. The place is still empty? <laughs> you couldn't hear the distinct lack of lunch rush from back in your office? Yeah, but I was hoping some of those mega-corruptoids who just docked could maybe come in for a quick drink and some friendly conversation outside the human auditory range. <laughs> no dice. But we've still got Quas and Vert. Ah, strees. Not even that barfly with the hair? Nah. She told me a couple days ago that she wants to expand her horizons. Take some time off for self-care. Maybe get to know herself a little better. I told you all that? Well, I extrapolated as much from the way she said, you tell him, sister. Oh, man, she was our best customer. I mean, she's probably spent more time in the egg than I have, and I've been sleeping in my office for six months. What about that new associate of yours? I thought she was going to hook us up with a new customer base, along with our interstitial supply chain. Well, she said she'd spread the word around the shabbier sectors. I guess it hasn't spread too evenly. Sounds like she's not holding up her end of the deal too good. Yeah? Well, if you want to go complain to Nicklap Five Arms about her customer service, you can go right ahead. And it's been nice knowing you. So, what do we do? I don't know. Most of the non-human crowd have taken off for greener pastures by now. Or less green pastures, I guess, if you want to get technical. (laughs) The ones who stuck around are all broke, or they'd be gone too. Then there's the boosters, who won't come in because we're openly anti-fug. And the other humans, who have to jump through so many hoops just to get in the door here, I can see why they don't think it's worth it. And we're sure as Schnes not changing the no-fugs policy. Mm -hmm. So that leaves... Nobody. I guess we just hold out as long as we can and hope something happens to shake things up. As far as I can see, we've got nothing else. You got me, boss. I'm not your boss, Vert. Oh. And I couldn't afford to pay you, even if I was. 
So unless you can afford enough drinks to cover our daily overhead, I don't think you're going to be much help. Let me just find an interstellar post terminal real quick, okay? Here we go! Right, don't! And he's gone. At least the few customers we have are loyal. <laughs> <laughs> Always ready with the quips, Quants. All right, that's enough feeling sorry for myself. The cycle is young. Maybe something will turn around before we close. Althar is requesting entrance at the electric egg, please. Hi, Althar. You can come on in, it's a slow day. No humans in here but me. Oh, then would it be permissible for Althar to take seating at the bar? Sure. No reason for me to be out on the floor right now anyway. What with the way business is going. If anyone needs me, I'm gonna catch 40 winks in my office. But turn on the sign just in case, yeah? Sure thing, Patron. A pleasant wink capturing to you, Mr. Frinkel. Thanks, Althar. So, what'll it be, Zood? Hmm, Arthur is not certain. He has not made a great deal of practice on the day drinking. What would Sin Sopan recommend? How about a Ptolemyne tonic? It's not too heavy, I think you'll like it. Very well, then Arthur will be contempting on it. I got it. Sopan, you sit. Thanks. So, what does bring you to the egg at this shake of the cycle? We're not exactly a popular destination these days, as you can see. The change of backdropping would be of assistance in making gatheration of his thoughts. He has been much occupied with the correspondings of late, but there are only so many letters that Alvar can be composing before the brain condensation is settling in. And then there is also. Here you go, sweetie. Thanking you, Sid Bubbles. Oh, a most delicious concocting. Alvar must be remembering this one for future imbibings. Glad you like it. So, what's the also? Hmm? Oh, the also is that Alvar has great concern for his dear friend and roommate, which seems is having very much of the stressful of recent. Yeah, I guess selling out your whole species has got to be kind of a voida. <laughs> Sorry, Althar, but I can't bring myself to be too sympathetic. I mean, mm -hmm. you saw what John's new leafy pals did to this place back at New Year's. Yes, it was... It was causing Althar very much of the upset. But you must be knowing that it was of great upset to Fred John also. And Fred John would never have desired to allow such violence to his dear friends at the Electric Egg. Of this Althar can make promising. Fred John is a human of great kindness. Maybe so, but he's still put on the headband, no? He's picked mm -hmm. his side, and we're not on it. Hmm. It is a great confusion to Althar. But he must be trusting that Fred John is having his own reasonings. Could be he just wants to stay out of trouble. I doubt John would last long in one of those hydroponics mulch squads. He's not exactly in the best physical shape, even for a human. Friend John is not in the best mental shaping of recent either, Sin Bubbles. It is a worriment to Althar. Ah, oh, blessed solitude, at last. Oh, wow, four whole customers. I stand corrected, this is a rush. Kill fingers of old Gorgonian, if you please, barkeep. Straight up. 
whose fingers are we talking exactly? The biggest ones you can think of. Plesiod it is. I'll get the bucket. Um, excuse me, Gissy. I'm very sorry to bother you, but I couldn't help but notice that. Yes, yes, I'm him. I'm Zwizlenarp. Oh, yes. What? I'm the noble yes. sombrero zoo. <laughs> That's what I do. Okay, yes. That's all I do. That's all I'll ever be remembered for. <gasps> Despite my years of training and considerable yes, but... body of critically acclaimed, highly nuanced, almost completely unseen work. Now, could you please leave me be? I was actually going to say that I couldn't help but notice that your elbow landed on my entire hand, and I was wondering if I could have it back so I could seek medical attention, please? Oh, yes, of course. I'm so very sorry. Oh, it's all right. Accidents happen. No sombrero! Oh. Please be pardoning Althar if he's enacting the unwanted intrusion, Gisin, but Althar must make inquiry. Is he speaking with famed interstellar thespian Ganglion Ocellus? Because if so, Althar must express his most ardent admirations. Oh, by Rabathon's sainted tendrils, do you mean to tell me even the Eltorians are washing Dave and Zwizlinarp now? Will that execrable slab of hackneyed smark haunt me to my funerary pyre? Oh, it is a truth that Arthur has made much enjoyment of Dave and Zwizlinarp. He is relating to the difficulties of scenes whistling up very contiguously, but Alvar was at this time wishing to congratulate Sinocellus on his most fascinating portraying of Henry the 37th at Polaris Demi-Annual Shakespearean Neural Net Festival. Alvar was fortunate enough to be snaring it while he was there performing the study of traditional Polarian folk walloping. Oh, why thank you. You're too kind. I must apologize for being a bit brusque with you. It's just that most of my interactions with the public these days are... Well, let's just say it's been quite a while since anyone has mentioned my work for the stage. How could any sentient make forgetment of the most propulsive ganglion ocellus? This day is called the Feast of Rahmadar. They that outlive this day and hover home will splot in gladness when the day is named and rouse them at the name of Rahradar. They that outlive this day and see old age or else choose cryogenic slumbering will yearly on the vigil feast their neighbors and say, Tomorrow is Saint Rahradan. Then they will strip their sleeve and show their stumps. These tentacles lost eye on Rahradan Day. Day. <laughs> I simply must buy you a drink. Garçon, another drink for my dear friend. I am so sorry, but I don't believe I caught your full name. Oh, just Alvar, then. Yes, 
Arthur has yet to make achievement of the second name. Well, no doubt that a suave and cultured young Eltorian will be able to remedy that before long. I'm most immensely gratified to meet you, Althar. And the meeting of you is of the greatest pleasure to Althar, Sinocellus. Call me Leon. So what is it that brings you to this exuberantly humble human establishment and at such an odd hour? Oh, it is a story of great longness, Leon, and... Althar does not wish to be emptying his trouble sack upon a so new acquaintance. Nonsense, dear boy. I have as much time as it takes to finish this bucket of fine tafau and whiskey. And I believe I am still capable of exerting enough willpower to imbibe at an appropriately deliberate pace. You just tell me all about it. Hey, Stell. Hey, Jeff. Any news? Nothing. Sorry. And I'm guessing from the look on your face that no one else has had any luck either? Not yet. Although a couple of squads still haven't reported back. But as far as we can tell, Dee isn't anywhere on the fairgrounds. Chin up, Stell. She's gotta be somewhere. Yeah, but if that somewhere is somewhere we can't get to, she might as well be nowhere. Rabbit, we need to find her, HF. I can keep checking the brig every couple hours just in case. It's possible they just took her for a medical checkup or something? Or, here's a thought. Dee disappears on the same day the Fugs shut down the entire PA system. It's not too big of a reach to say maybe there's a connection. Sure, but where does that get us? We haven't been able to find out anything about the PAs either. Well, the announcement said this PA shutdown would only last until around 25 o'clock. Not that I'd normally take Frondronek's word for anything, but... She doesn't like to be publicly wrong about stuff like that. Right. So, if these disappearance is related, could be they'll send her right back to the break after they're done with... whatever this is. Could be all we need to do is wait. Hmm. That's a plausible theory, but we can't afford to hang our hopes on it could be. Plus, finding Dee back in the break tonight would be better than not finding her at all, but not nearly as good as finding her now. Ideally, we'd be able to blast a new recording from her current location the second the PAs come back online. So the Fugs know that whatever it is they're trying now, it didn't work. Exactly. Except, so far, it is working. You know this station better than anyone, HF. Can you think of anywhere else they could have stashed D? Any place we might have overlooked? I've been racking my brain, Stell, but no. Not anywhere where we can reach from the in-betweens, anyway. Shit. Who said it? Unless we get some good news from one of the other search parties, I think we're out of options. If I were a religious man, I'd say this would be the time to send a few prayers toward your deus of choice. Maybe shake the machina a little, see what falls out. Whoa, what the? Huh. If I were a religious man, I'd be pretty impressed with that kind of speedy service. We is Poomy. And I is also Poomy. Poomy is me also too also. Aw, hi guys, aren't you cute? Now, what are you doing here? Because no one's supposed to be back here, you know, even us. Did the Fug send you? Easy, Stella. You do not want to upset a Pumi, trust me. If you do, it'll be the most upsetting thing you'll see all day. Do me a solid and make sure there aren't any non-humans headed this way, okay? I can handle these little cuties. 
I'm pretty sure the most upsetting thing I could see today is a bunch of leafy shock troopers storming in here after these little cuties give up on our location. So out of my way, please. Whoa, hey, no, really. I promise you, these little fluff bundles couldn't rat us out even if they wanted to. No Foog is going to listen to them long enough for that. No, 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 no Foog's here. You're fine. Everything's fine. Everything is not fine. Our perimeter's been breached. What makes you think these Poomies? Hi! Yeah, hi. What makes you think they're not a security risk? Because the Foogs hate them. So? The Foogs hate us. No, they really hate Poomies. At like a primal level. Everyone does. Except us Earth-based species. Poomies are like... The anti-Iltorians. Really? That could be useful. That could be incredibly useful. Right. Except... Oh, no, except. Why is there always except? It's just that... Well, there's no pleasant way of phrasing this. If their feelings get hurt, they explode. Like they go berserk, or...? Nope. Literally explode. Booties make crackle sad and go bye. Ah, so not what you'd call well-suited to the tasks of agitation and sabotage. Not so much. But they are cute as the dickens. Okay, yes, I suppose a plump or two wouldn't hurt. Wow, so soft, it's like petting a cloud. I know, right? <laughs> so listen, folks. Poomies, Poomies, <laughs> what brings you to our corner of the fairgrounds this fine cycle? Because this place isn't exactly set up for visitors. We're actually hiding out back here. Oh, why is humans in hidey holes? Is humans playing hidey-seek? Kind of, in an extremely high-stakes sort of way. Oh, can poomies play too? Poomies love hidey-seek. Poomies is bad at hidey-seek, but we love it. Hidey-seek. Well, you already found us, so I guess that means you won! Oh. Yep, you won! Congratulations! So now you should probably get back to whatever it is you came here for. Right, but don't tell anyone we're back here, okay? We're still playing with the Fugulnari. Especially don't tell them you saw us. You know who I'm talking about, right? The plant people? We see plants. Say hi! Glances so cute. So cute. So we say hi. Ooh, hi. Hey. But glances say no. Glances do scream when he up, fall down. Up, fall down. And others, poomies, make crackle sad and go bye. Uh, bye. So we hide. So we know makes the crackle sad forever, bye. Forever, bye. But now... Pumi lost, Pumi late, Pumi never finds delegation! No, 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 it's fine. We'll help you find your delegation. Just Ooh. don't crackle sad, okay? Pumi's help? Pumi's so cool! Don't you worry your fuzzy little noggins about it. We'll get you where you need to go. Uh, do you know where that is? Schedule. Schedule. Delegation. Mm, schedule. Oh, 
Someone gave you a tour schedule? Well, let me just take a look here. Oh. Oh, frill me. What is it? I think we just solved one of today's mysteries. Check it out. An ICSB fact-finding mission? That's why they shut down the entire PA system. So there'd be no chance of us getting any word out to these delegates. Damn it, they're slick, all right. No one had any idea this was in the works. Oh, and I think we just solved our second mystery, too. Look at this entry. Inspection of entirely species-appropriate and not at all soul-crushing detention facilities, including those of noted insurrectionist prisoner whose basic sentient rights are being scrupulously protected to the full extent of and in full accordance with Interstellar Law 1530, Bet 33, the Brig. Yeah, I got a pretty good guess who that is. And according to this, she is still somewhere in the brig, just not somewhere she can talk to us. But if we could get someone in with the tour... Poomies can help! I, uh... Listen, Poomies, I can't lie to you. This could be really dangerous. There's a good chance you could get caught or disappointed. But if you really want to help us out... Poomies will help the Hoomans! All right. Thank you. HF, what do you think? Is there enough time to set one of them up with a recording device? Oh, sure. That'd just take a couple minutes. I could rewire one of their translator units, no sombrero. But I'm thinking we might run into another couple of problems. One, you may have noticed our floofy friends here are pretty um, enthusiastic and vocal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Poomies. But that might present some uh, sound engineering challenges. And that's assuming they even make it to D. I'm guessing Frangernax won't be too happy about the galaxy's least popular fuzzy dumplings disrupting her little propaganda parade. She may just tell them to jack off and then... Crackle sad. Right. So that would be problem two. I see what you mean. Oh. Oh. Hang on a minute. Maybe those two problems can add up to one solution. Really? How about this? We've got about 40 minutes before these delegates are supposed to show up at the brig. What if the Pumis disrupt the tour, and while Frondronax is distracted, we send a fake ICSB representative to the brig to report D? Do you think you could handle that, Pumis? Great. <laughs> Just make sure you have a nice long conversation with Frondernax and the other delegates, okay? Okay. Poomies and best special diplomats mission. Poomies is diplomat. Poomies say hi. Hi. Uh, Stell, are you sure about this? A meeting between the Poomies and Frondernax might be kind of um, emotionally taxing for these little guys. Maybe we can do this without their help? Help? But Poomies want help! Yeah, yeah, Poomies want help! Why can't Poomies no help? Why? Okay, it's okay! You can help! Yeah, Poomies will help! Cool, Hooman! Hooman help! 
Thank you, Pumis. Now you'd better get going if you want to catch the tour in time. There you go. I've set your destination on your little map here. So once you're back on the fairgrounds proper, you can just follow the little hollow sparkles, okay? They'll take you straight to the tour's current location, assuming they're on schedule. Pumis will be I'm sure you will be. Ready, HF? All clear out there? Yep, corridor's empty. Let's get you on your way, Pumis. Pumi love two humans. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, take care. Bye-bye now. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see ya. You do realize you just sent those cuties on a suicide mission, right? Hey, they wanted to help. Besides, we don't have time to worry about that now. We've got less than 40 minutes to find someone who can impersonate an ICSB official plausibly enough to fool the guards in the brig. That's going to be tricky. It obviously can't be anyone human, which leaves out most of the resistance. And the few aliens with us are also on the Fug's most wanted list. They wouldn't be able to walk into a high-security area like that without setting off the biometric scanners. So we need a non-human who hasn't been flagged in the system. Right. Ideally, someone from a species the Fugs wouldn't want to start trouble with. But it also has to be someone we can trust. That's a tall order, Stell. I can't think of anyone who... Oh, oh, there's my sweetie girl. Yes, yes, I'm happy to see you too. Yeah, but Papa's busy right now, okay, girl? Yeah, he needs to help Tanta Stella find a non-human to help us talk to Tanta D. Oh, yeah, I know you'd love to talk to D, but they don't make translators for doggies. No, no, they do not. Well, unless those doggies are actually... Oh... Oh, frill me. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. In fact, I just got an idea. So let me... Let me see if I read you right. This friend's behavior is unpushed. He is behaving in a here-to-for-unseen fashion. Is that the gist of it? Sing Leon has found the eye of the bull, and... Arthur is not sure what is to be done with the bull's eye after it is obtained. Arthur has... Not so many English idioms in his house of wheels. So Arthur must... Arthur must... What was Arthur saying? Your friend, you said, different now, is he? Oh, yes! Thanking you, dear Leon! Yes, Arthur would never have expected that friend John would be making assistance to the Fugal Nari. And yet, friend John appears to do so. It is puzzlement. And have you inquired as to why? Arthur! Arthur has not wished to make priment into the matters of unpleasantness, and, and Arthur has had some suspecting that, 
secrets he must be keeping even from Althar. And Althar is not to be taking the deception of friend Johnny the person. Althar has himself performed the white lie on occasions, but Althar is sensing that this is a lying of another coloration. A deception of a much greater greatness. And Althar is trusting that French John is doing what is best, but it is a very deeply sadness to Althar that he cannot make disencumberment on the burdens of his dear friend. Althar, do you recall the final speech of Jacquis in Act 3, Scene 7 of As We Tolerate It? Althar has not remembering, Leon. The day drinks have made up sneaking upon Althar. Think nothing of it, dear boy. I played Jacquis on Almatex for their entire summer season, which only lasts a day and a half, but I think I still have it in me. All the verses a stage, and all the sapiens in it merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one being in their time plays many parts as I must play my part and leave you here. I have to go now. My planet needs me. Oh, yes, recollection. Alva was leaking copious silendotic fluids after Jacquis was perishing on the way back to his home planet. Yes, a somewhat abrupt end, but eminently practical from a dramaturgical standpoint. Jacquis had to be put out of the way before the massive interspecies orgy at the end of Act 4. But do you take my meaning here? Perhaps you must be spelling it out, Adelphar. Well, part of the... Pardon me. Part of the inherent tragedy of Jacquis is his inability to reconcile his public and private personas, yes. He tries to be all things to all people. After the loss of Numbala, he has no one to to remind him, do you see, of his essential his essential essence. And that leads to his inevitable uh, thingy demise. So, is it the suggestion of Leon that that Arthur should be the Numbala to the Jacquis of Frenchon to make reminding of his essences? I have played many a part in my day, Althar, my lad. And I can tell you from long experience that not being able to leave a character behind is one of the deadliest perils of the craft. If this friend of yours is indeed spending his every waking moment enduring the humiliation of an utterly distasteful, 
deeply insulting, trite, hackneyed, pandering, disingenuous. What I mean to say is, if the world is demanding of your friend that he play a character not of his choosing, you can help him best by letting him leave that part behind at the stage door, as it were, allowing him to be himself. Ah! Alvar believes this is of great wisdom! He is most gratified for your advisings, Leon! And I am grateful to you, dear Alvar, not only for the opportunity to discuss life and art with such a perceptive and erudite young individual, but for the brief respite from the cries of no sombrero that otherwise plague the entirety of my existence. Hey, uh... Seen Twizzlenarp? <laughs> Sorry, my boss just found out that you were here, and he was wondering, could we get a picture of you for the back wall? Oh, very well, but only because you've caught me in a rare, sanguine humor. And finally, the jewel of our operations, the Lingonberry Restoration Project. It's quite remarkable. Although I wasn't expecting such low temperatures in a hydroponic facility. Well, it's important to maintain the ideal semipolar conditions in which the Lingonberry thrives. They're broad-leaved evergreens, you know. Very unusual. But a proper snow cover is essential to prevent damage. Yes, I'm sure, but a bit of protective gear would be nice. Or some warning, at least. Not all of us are biologically suited for such low temperatures. Well, if the sight of these hardy shrubs isn't enough to warm your heart, then I don't know what to tell you. Could at least grab a scarf or... Why, Johnny, you look like you have a question about these beautiful berries. Do you? I certainly do. Restoring an endangered plant species must take incredible dedication. Mm -hmm. Who is it that loves plants enough to commit themselves round the clock to such a noble cause? Why, our human volunteers, of course. Volunteers? Are you not compensating the humans for their labor? Well, uh... Of course, we initially offered a generous salary and benefits package, but these selfless Lingonberry nurturers eventually realized that the joy of restoring such a beautiful species to its pre-ME6 population levels was payment enough in itself. They're just that dedicated. The humans refused payment? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like typical human behavior. What can I say? It's just one of the countless examples of the new understanding between human and Fuglnari, making a better galaxy for us all. Yes, my heartbeat slowing down. I think my heartbeat is slowing down. And these human lingonberry tenders, are they cluttered nearby as well? Of course. You can see the human burrow colony just a few yards yonder. Ah, very 
pretty similar to the ones we saw by the mulch plant, then. Mm-hmm. And eerily similar to the burrows by the compost tank. Oh. And the ones by the sprouting racks. Charge? I'm so tired. Well, uh, yes, human holes do tend to look a bit samey to those who have never encountered a human in their natural surroundings before. But they're very efficient. I trust you'll agree. Yes, but what about these humans' emotional well-being? Are they being given adequate time for leisure and relaxation? Not to mention their famous mating rituals. Precisely. I can't consult my dossier at the moment. Obviously. But I'm reasonably certain your average human would consider these bros highly inadequate for that purpose with regard to both privacy and maximum occupancy. How exactly are these volunteers of yours meeting their, uh, social needs? Do you have anything to say about this human kind? Ah, apparently I do not. My blood is flowing. Why, my dear friends, I would be delighted to answer any questions you have about our management of the human workforce. Then feel free to do so. Yes, please do. Well... That is, you see. Go on. Well, frankly, gentle beings, it seems like at this point you're just being difficult. Don't you think all these questions were addressed perfectly well by the human's charming little spontaneous musical number? They were not. Oh. Well. Wow, hi there, little guys. <laughs> you sure are cute. Little puppy kitten thing. Puppy what now? Oh, my wiggling filaments! Get away! Oh, for the love of everything that's fertile, get away from me! Andrew, that for you. She's on a hoverboard! Please, back, back, you wretched, misbegotten fluffmongers! No, no plug? Ah! What the hell? No! No! Don't you dare take that no. Oh, 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 Gentle beings, I must apologize. I don't know how these horrible little monstrosities manage to find their way in here, but I can assure you all that when I find out who was responsible, bugs will roll. <sighs> Never mind that now, Fondrenax. I just 
Need somewhere to sit and recuperate. Oh, yes! Oh, yes, of course! We'll continue the tour after we've all had a chance to recover. Oh, let's just call it a day, shall we? Oh, well, if you really think you've seen enough... I think we've seen more than enough. And Charsh is starting to turn mauve. Oh, yes, yes, all right. Follow me then, gentle beings. Uh, Mrs. F, I still have more lines. Should what? I, uh... Oh, tour's over, Johnny. Go home. Okay, feel better. Oh, those poor little kitten pups. Ugh. I should probably get out of here, too, before I start turning mauve. Dang, what a day. Enjoying your new surroundings, human? Well, the fountain is nice, but I don't much care for the foliage here. It's a little talkative for my taste. Oh, you're breaking my bulb, sweetheart. You're absolutely breaking my bulb. Better appreciate that fancy little hydration station while you can, because as soon as Ferondranax is done with you, you're going right back to- Hey! You can trucks. Let me in! Eh, settle your seatbelts. Just let me key in there. Come on, you stupid piece of- Ah, got it. Well, well, if it isn't old Archiplex, what's got you shadowing my canopy this lovely cycle? Got me some kind of official diplomat here. Wants to observe the prisoner. I thought Frondranax said this morning she'd be bringing them around. Yeah, well, she also said, It's not your job to ask questions. It's your job to look efficient, keep quiet, and make sure that delegation leaves completely satisfied with what they've seen here today. So, I'm going to show this delegate whatever she wants. End of story. I'm in no hurry to get my petty old snap for mulching up Frondrax's operation. Yeah, sure, just... Aw, oh, frost me, is that a dog? You keep that urine-dispensing mechanism away from my pot, you hear me? Manners, you... You know there isn't a dog within light years of this place. And she's wearing a translator unit, see? Earth dogs don't use translators. They're not even sentient. This is obviously the Fidorian representative, here with the fact-finding mission. Yes, yes, I am a Fidorian and a good girl. I am best good girl Fidorian. Yes, bark. See? She just happens to look like a dog and sound like a dog and act a lot like a dog. But she's most definitely not a dog. And we would never imply something so insulting to one of the committee's honored guests, who we are supposed to treat with all possible courtesy, right? Oh. Uh, right. My apologies, Cassine. Would you like to observe the prisoner's very comfortable and entirely species-appropriate accommodations at this time? Yes, yes. Arf, arf. Want to look around, speak with prisoner. Woof, woof. I am a Fedorian. Fine. But diplomatic immunity or no, you keep that sniffer of yours away from my soil, you hear? Yes, yes, Arf, very good, woof. I'm a Fedorian and I will be very good, Arf. Wait a minute, Miss Sophie? Um, bark, bark, woof. These are the noises I make when I look around, woof. Bark, ruff, ruff. Hey, Miss Sophie, what are you doing here, girl? 
Yes, Miss Sophie, that is my name. Bark, bark. What a clever human to guess the name of Miss Sophie, who you have never met. What is going on? Hello, clever human prisoner. It is I, Miss Sophie, the famous Fedorian diplomat. I am very pleased that you have heard of me. I have come to visit and observe your living conditions. Woof. Oh, 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 right. I absolutely appreciate this visit, Honorable Miss Sophie. My name is Dee Mallory, and as you can see, I'm a prisoner here. In this big ultra Krillian cylinder, smack in the middle of the brig. Ah, yes, a pleasure to meet you, new friend Dee. Bark. I, Miss Sophie, would like to know how my new friend is doing. Is Dee unharmed? They are treating me quite well, Madam Ambassador. Thank you for asking. They moved me to this fancy new cell just this morning, in fact. Probably because they knew you were coming. <laughs> yes, yes, that is extremely plausible, woof woof. Does new friend D have anything to say to our ICSB fact-finding mission? Any messages she would like to share with the many peoples of the galaxy? Hey, no messages to the outside. That's a standing order from Top Branch. I don't care what kind of big pot you're supposed to be. Bark, bark. Are Fulgunari prison staff interfering with a prisoner's free expression of ideas and cultural identity in violation of ICSB Cohabitation Code 421-PEF-7B? Because I would definitely want to include that in my report, and that could cause a major interstellar controversy, in my opinion. Bark, bark. Oh, uh, no. No, we certainly wouldn't be violating any of this sapient's rights. Perish the thought. But, Archie... But we're not supposed to compost it. We keep the delegates happy, remember? And we don't ask questions. Fine. On your nodes, be it. You need me? I'll be back at the guard station, staying very much not responsible for any of this. Oh, thanks a lot. I'll be sure to let Frondernax know what a huge help you were. Yeah, yeah, blow it out your stomata. Woof woof. Please share your thoughts, new human friend, and Miss Sophie will record them. What? Uh, for posterity, in my notes for this very important fact-finding mission. Bark bark. Oh, well, uh, I guess that's okay. You'll be taking your notes with you when you leave human space, right? Of course, bark bark. Uh, that's all right, then. I don't see how this could possibly backfire. Go right ahead. Excellent. Woof, I'm ready to listen, D. Mallory. What would you like to say to the galaxy? Hmm, let's start with a little number that's been on my mind a lot lately. How's everyone doing? Would anyone care for another ginger ale? I'll take one. No more for me, thanks. And you, Seen Pikla, can I get you anything? Not unless you've got a cure for bemulched electronics somewhere in that cart. We apologize profusely for the damage to your personal device, Cassim. You will be handsomely reimbursed. There is no reimbursement for years of wasted effort. All those petifors pulverized all for naught. And I would like to apologize once again for the uh, unfortunate disruption earlier today. I honestly don't know how those pumis managed to get onto the fairgrounds. Please, 
don't mention those horrible little things again. I'm having a hard enough time coping with the loss of my dorsal pin to frostbite without being tormented by the memory of those hideous abominations. Again, we'll make sure to cover the full cost of the reconstructive surgery and any related follow-up care. Isn't that right, Oakensarks? Absolutely. I'll be submitting a report to the Budgetary Subcommittee first thing next cycle. It's the very least you can do, I suppose. Rudy came to say that all the transports have luggages and are ready to leave super fast and good. <laughs> well then, there you go. I'd like to thank you all again for taking time away from your busy, busy lives to witness our marvelous project here firsthand. I'll... Uh, I'll understand if you don't want to grab a gift bag on the way out. But we have prepared a lovely little assortment of artisanal fertilizers here if you're interested. Yes. Yes. Bye! Goodbye! Really loves you! Bye. Well, that could have gone better. I'll say. Bourbon spritz, Roderick. You read my mind. Can Rudy have one? Sure, why not? <laughs> Yay! Oakensarts, be honest with me. How badly did I frost things off today? Well, I certainly wouldn't call today a rousing success. But it could well have gone much worse. Mm. Honestly, sap curdling as those poomies may be, they could not have come at a better time. The delegates were asking far too many questions. I suppose you're right. And I was always a tad nervous about letting any outsiders speak with Dee. So it's just as well that they didn't make it that far. Didn't you assure me you had Mallory well and pod by now? Um. That was perhaps a tad optimistic. I've been making terrific progress with her over the last few months, of course, and I'm sure she's almost ready to crack. But perhaps she isn't quite ready for center stage just yet. So yes, I think you're right. The Pumis may have been a watering in disguise. I still don't understand what the frost they were doing here in the first place, though. I certainly didn't add them to the list of invitees. Who would even think to do such a thing? Rudy would thought to do such a thing. <laughs> What's this, Rudy? You invited the Pumis? Oh, for the... What were you thinking, Rudy? Um, I was thinking that Pumi sounds like Rudy. And that's me. <laughs> Vim, lend me strength. You think the Fugs bought it? It sounded like they bought it. It did. But I'm getting worried. If Sophie should have made it back by now. Where could she be? Yes, yes, you come to Papa now. That's a good girl. You left that trail of treats for her to follow, right? Sazium Borbit's her favorite. Then she should be fine. Yeah, but I can't help but worry. If she runs into one of those Fugs who arrested her last year... Sounds like she just got an escort. Boom, find and fight Good job, boomies. 
Oh, there's my girl. Good job, Miss Sophie. Who's the cutest little undercover resistance agent? You is. Yes, you is. Congratulations, everyone, but we need to wrap this up. We'll have plenty of time for celebratory plomps and belly rubs later. Hey, Jeff, you need to get on Mastering D's recording right away. I want it ready to go out the second the PA system is back online. I'll see what I can do. Fair warning, though. We're talking about a recording we made over a prison intercom through a simultranslator we jerry-rigged into a two-way comms device hanging directly underneath the mouth of a sweet but admittedly excitable cocker spaniel. I'm not super optimistic about sound quality here, is what I'm saying. Pumi will help. Yeah, yeah, Pumi will help. Yay! <laughs> oh, thanks, you two. But this is kind of a technical process. I don't think that would be such a great idea, you know. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. You can help. You can help. Yay! Boomy help. Boomy help. Boomy help. Boomy used the noisy helper. Harmonic multi-band quantum wave detangle. Boomy floats with the fabric of time. Whoa. That? That's a really good idea, Boomy. Where did you pick up a trick like that? Boomy Town Technical Institute for Audiovisual Engineering. Pumi is Pumi Lore of Sciences. Yeah, Pumi also. Pumi gets hands-on experience. Well, Pumi, all right huh? then. <laughs> well, let me show you the setup I've been working with back here. Yeah, see, I've had to improvise a little bit with the frequency sweeps. Yeah, and the EQ. At a certain point, I'm losing as much signal as noise. Well, Miss Sophie, it looks like Radio Free Fairgrounds just acquired a couple of new sound engineers. For as long as we can keep from disappointing them anyway. Hey, Althar, it's me. Is it safe to come in? Oh, one small moment, please, friend John. Althar is concealed. Friend John may be entering in comfort. was not of too great exhaustment on this day. Less exhaustment than usual, actually, but it was plenty weird. Hmm. Would friend John wish to be speaking of it? Or if friend John is wishing rather to leave behind himself the weirdness of the work cycle, perhaps he might instead join Alvar in the shared televisual entertainments. It was the intent of Alvar this evening to continue his viewings of planet Earth, if this is making appeal. Eh, I think I'll pass. I kind of lost interest once they ran through all the non-beetle species. Yes, the quality of fluffy preciousness among the subjects of later seasons has been much reduced. But Alvar is persevering. Good luck. Actually, speaking of fluffy preciousness, there was one part of the weirdness I wanted to ask you about. Have you ever heard of... Uh, were you expecting anyone? Not in the friend John, please make greeting of the unexpected guest at once. Hello? Hi. I is Boomy. <laughs> Boomy visit? Boomy plum? Uh, one second. Hey, Althar, from that sound you just made, I'm guessing you feel the same way about these Poomies as everyone else. 
but uh, I saw firsthand today what happens when you turn down one of their plompings, and I really don't want that on my conscience. Will you be okay if I let this little guy in, just for a minute? Oh! Of course, friend John! Mother does not wish to make injury to the conscience, and it is a truth that the pomie is not choosing to make feelings of unpleasantness. Arthur will endure. Thanks, buddy. I'll get him out of here as fast as I can, I promise. Wow! Oh, that's so cool, Pomie Plomp! Oh, okay. Plump to you, too. Holy crap, you're soft. So, uh, listen, it's uh, good to meet you. Uh, sorry, the Galactopedia wasn't exactly clear. Is Pumi your name or your species? It is both, friends, John! Ooh, new friends? Pumi Plum! No, 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 wait, don't go behind the... Curtain. the ICSB fact-finding mission our leafy overlords had touring the station today. We're sorry to say these visitors appear to have already left human space without the slightest idea what's really going on out here, but that's no reason to give up hope. Even if the Fooks managed to pull the wool over this delegation's eyes, they can't stuff cotton in your ears. And we've got another song from Ms. Delilah Mallory recorded this very day remind you that even if at times we seem to be all alone in a vast and uncaring galaxy, nonetheless, we're all in this together, Fairgrounds. Hmm, let's start with a little number that's been on my mind a lot lately. Oh, it's a booster man, Woo! living in a booster town. I got the You can shut it off now, Frawl. Not the most encouraging news, is it, sir? That's putting it mildly. I knew it wasn't exactly likely, but I was hoping against hope right up to the last minute. Maybe the Resistance would find out about the delegation. Maybe they could manage to make contact somehow. Get some kind of word to the outside about what's really going on here. But no... Looks like Frondranax managed to pull it off. 
if the general council ever gets the real facts about the Fuglenari occupation, it won't be from this fact-finding mission. I apologize for not being able to do more in that regard, sir. No. For all, I trust you. I know you're doing the best you can, same as the rest of us, even if I have no hope of understanding it. You know, when this whole Fuglenari thing started, it all seemed so... absurd. Comical, even. I mean, humanity may not be one of the galaxy's power players, but it's not like the League is some two-credit backwater. There's over 300 billion of us, inhabiting dozens of planets, a modern, fully interstellar government, a recognized member state of the ICSB, and the whole thing was just hijacked by a bunch of shrubs. On paper, the concept is absolutely hilarious. But it's been eight months now, and I keep thinking... Could you please get to the punchline? But there is no punchline, is there? Just a big setup. Did you hear the one about the fall of humanity? That's it. Madame Ching. No one's coming to help us, are they, Frawl? Hmm. Contrary to what one would expect based on the numerous and frequently prodigious gaps in Fuganari cultural understanding, they are indeed highly skilled at the art of public relations. They have allowed very little information contrary to their interest to escape human space. And I am sorry to say that today's success will embolden them to exert even greater control in this regard. A sizable number of seen Althar's letters are likely to go missing in the coming weeks. Although Stop's missives to Prang remain, for the moment, undetected. Well, that's something. But it can't possibly be enough, can it? It cannot. But I believe I can suggest another possible source of outside assistance. I know, I know, the Delurians. But we're out of luck there until I can get in to see Big Steve. But you know, I really don't want to. I mean, I will. Of course I will. The future of humanity's at stake here. But I'm gonna hate every second of it. Quite so. But it was not, in fact, the DeLoreans I had in mind, sir. Then who? The Fidorians. The... Oh! You think they'd help us? One could argue that the Treaty of Fang Treat Campfire would oblige them to do so. After all, the treaty predates any form of human government, which could imply that it is humanity itself, rather than the formal entity of the League to which the Fidorian allegiance is owed. Would they see it that way? They are a very perceptive people, sir, and possess a deep and abiding sense of honor, as well as a formidable interstellar fleet. Right. So... The problem now is, how do we get in touch? The Fidorians are fairly reclusive at the best of times. Wait, wait. First things first. I can't get a message out through official channels, which leaves unofficial ones. But the Fugs have everything locked down tight. And even if they didn't, I'm definitely under their close observation. 
There's no way I could manage to, say, slip something to a sympathetic passenger on an outbound flight without it being intercepted. <sighs> what we really need is some kind of message that the Fugues won't recognize as a message. Oh, Hazel's Pudge Pot! The ball! That stupid arc thingy. We still have it, don't we? The Ark of Retrieval, we do indeed. If we could somehow throw that back to the Fidorians, if they found it, they'd respond, wouldn't they? They would be compelled to, sir. Yes! So how do we get it off the station without the Fugues getting suspicious? If I may make another suggestion, sir. There is one function of the fairgrounds that the Fuginari have left entirely within your purview. What are you... Waste disposal? We just throw our last hope out with the trash? Trash that is ejected into open space, without any Fugunari oversight whatsoever. You will recall, sir, that a direct interstellar trajectory was exactly how we acquired the Ark in the first place. Well, when you put it that way... What other options do we have? Emphatically, sir. None. All right, then. Let's do it. How soon can we get that ball into the trash compartment? Already done, sir. The Ark is securely nestled in Waste Disposal Chamber Epsilon 4, ready to be ejected into the vacuum of space. Excellent. Amber? Yes, sir? Initiate this cycle's waste disposal sequence. Maximum velocity, please. It's done, sir? Telling? Thank you, Amber. Over and out. All right, friends. Fetch. You've been listening to Life with Althar, episode 28. This episode was written by Amanda LaPergola for Gemini Collision Works and starred Amanda LaPergola as Mrs. Frontenac, Zuri Washington as D, Barrett Johnson as Althar, John Amir as John B, Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Alyssa Simon as Lieutenant Frawl, Derek Peterson as Stops, Eli Ganias as HF, and Chris Lee as Jim Crinkle, and also featured David Arthur Backrack, Fred Backus, Ian W. Hill, Jessica Stoya, Linus Gelber, Olivia Baseman, Holly Puckett-McCaffrey, Anna Stefanik, Lex Friedman, and Philip Cruz. Life Without Thor was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Phil, Lex, Linus, Amanda, and Chris. Theme and interstitial music composed and performed by Anna Stefanik. Life with Althar logo and illustration created by Dean Hasfield. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblocks. The entire production is copyright 2021 Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another Tale from the Fairgrounds. But first, it looks like everyone's favorite sitcom buddies have encountered a small difficulty with their flight back to New Hollywood.
Cancelled? What do you mean, cancelled? I am so sorry, Gustine, but, well, with the drastic decline in travel between human settlements, efficiency regulations, you know, there just weren't enough occupied berths on this flight to justify running it. All reservations were automatically reassigned to the next Saul-bound flight next Thursday. Oh, no, 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 you- Thursday? I can't wait that long. I've got a ceremony of celestial exfoliation booked for Friday morning. I can't miss that. I haven't had my energy strings plucked for two whole weeks. Not to worry, sir. The committee has arranged for alternate transport for you, their special guests. You can board right away. (laughs) Oh, thank Arthur. It's just down that corridor to your left, Uru's three, Gate C. And it's a sharp ship, too, so you'll be back in the solar system in just 22 hours. Oh, wicker whack! Thanks! Wait just a moment. A sharp ship? That's right. Does that mean no individual cabins? I'll be strapped in next to this inanity souffle with no respite for 22 hours? Hey, look at the bright sides, Wiz. We can spend the whole trip practicing those conflict resolution exercises Dr. Harbinger taught us. Rathbona, preserve my wretched soul. 